Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come on to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast. So welcome everybody to this week's Weekly Experience. We hear from Vicky Orchard from the Orchard Country Kitchen. Also Lisa Perry Vaughan from Hair by Lisa. Also Mark Fergate and the character Uncle Noel joins us as well. Also we have some Chinese cooking with Hannah Chen from Chen's Chinese Cuisine. With Chinese cooking, especially stir fry, and the one thing in this stir fry is a really quick thing. So make sure you prep all your ingredients before turning on the heat. Because as you start cooking, it's all boom, boom, boom. It's no stop. Plus also we have some gardening facts as well from Ross Smith uh, for you today. Plus also your NHS calls have been left on the weekly experience and saphone also louise kate joins us for a chinwag and plays us a tune uh, we have the quiz and the mystery voices which is up to week six and time for today's quiz which is relating to spring as it begins on the 21st of march plus also not forgetting uh, we'll have our 30 second ad challenge as well where we give you the opportunity to sell your business to us in 30 seconds although mandy Felt the first time, so yes, she's back on the podcast. How will she get on? Hang on. It's just promoting yourself you know, she's oh, no, and your business. Have you noticed she's getting bits and pieces ready up together now? She's being yeah, a, bit, yeah. a bit more prepared, isn't she? Yeah, I've, I've got something here. Oh, okay, right, fair Okay. Enough. When do you want me to start? Well, I'll tell you. I'll get you down, okay? How? Oh. Right then. Mandy Dinley in three, two, one. We'll save that there and more of that coming up a little bit later on the podcast. Plus, also, we've got some locally produced music as well. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey, it's the weekly experience. So it's Rog, it's Beverly, and it's Jack today on the Weekly Experience podcast. Hello, how are you, team? Yeah, really good. Fresh what have you been up to, Jack? Not, I've been watching a lot of war stories on, on Netflix. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. School goes back this week, so kids get You excited. live on Netflix, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I go, I've gone through quite a bit, and I do sort of swap to Prime as well. I have a quick nose on Prime, uh, and also got Disney as well. But all the interesting stuff is actually on um, Netflix. So when I come to you next week and say what you've been up to, uh, I bet you'll say Netflix and Amazon Prime. So I want you to do some research for us and tell us the top 10 programs that you could recommend for people on the podcast next week. Okay, do that, yeah. Okay, so he's been watching Netflix. Beverly, I understand, has had the jab in the last couple of days or so. So how are you feeling? Yeah, I've had my jab. I had it on Friday. Super, super efficient. It was in Fleet at Cooker Memorial Hall. That was great. Arrived. And for me, it was a great place to catch up with some people I knew. It's got a way across the room. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my out-out for the day. But no, seriously, I haven't had any side effects whatsoever. I've got a bit of a a swollen arm at the injection site which is just a tad, tad warm but it, it's not a bother to me on any level so i'm assuming that's probably just fighting fighting in the right place for the right reason so yeah i'm happy with that but i'm double invincible what with having covid in january and now my now my jab and the children have gone back to school not mine my grandchildren that's good and i've been booking comedy nights in particular, curry and comedy nights at a local restaurant. So I'm really, really excited to announce that soon. Now, going back a little stage when you said about your jab, mm. um, 
I haven't had my jab. Jab. Uh, Jack hasn't had his jab either. So how does it make you feel when knowing that you've had that? Does it make you feel a little bit more secure? Um, I think it probably does. I mean, it's too early to tell, really, because they say it's three weeks before you, the you know, your immunity goes up quite a lot. But it, it's not necessarily about making you feel invincible and protected more in the short term. It's another step towards normality again and everybody being able to get out and about and do things. So you think, great. I've done it, they've done it, a room full of people have done it, and the whole town has done it, and, and so on. And the more people that do it, the quicker we'll be able to get back out and lead our lives again, because everybody's been struggling. It's been a real long, tough winter. Cool. And the comedy, how's that going? Oh, yeah, comedy is really good. I can't wait. I'm super excited to announce the dates, but we're just kind of dotting I's and crossing T's. Um, and in particular, last year, we started doing a curry and comedy, which went down a storm, eating curry and laughing out loud was really, really good. And we've got a, a few restaurants in the local areas that um, have signed up again this year. So I'm looking forward to that. And we've got some really lovely, interesting venues, a couple of new ones and some ones that we've had already. And we're just working out the inside outside rules and when to do them and all of that stuff. And so some can, great headliners. We've got some great headliners secured. So can you reveal any information next week on the podcast? Do you know what? I'm going to say yes. Oh. <laughs> I will. I'll do it. I'll, yeah, I'll announce it all. And that will focus everybody's minds to get what we need done, done. There's, all a, right. there's an interesting one because of the current roadmap with the government with the events not quite sure it's still a grey area what's going to happen some events have actually been cancelled this year around Camberley so we've got the um, the oh, Frimley Lodge Park live they normally do that's been cancelled because they don't know where it's going to go so for the moment they're just going to cancel it and then redo it for next year and I think another event that normally happens over there is also been cancelled but I'm not quite 100% sure so I'm not going to say which one that is to exactly mm. know for sure, you know, you got me saying it for is, sure now. God, <laughs> it is quite it is quite difficult to manage those slots. I think mm. I think either you have to be committed and say we're going to do that and then refund the money or take it on to another time. It's like gig on the green in Yateley on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh of June. You know, a lot of people that is going to be going ahead, so that's fantastic. And regards the inside and outside bits from. Um, mid-late April you can actually do outside live entertainment and outside can be in a marquee if you've got two sides open yeah. so there are ways of achieving it and and that's if we all manage to get the five-week rule thing going on so you know you've got to be positive you've got to be positive what is, and, a, okay, what so is the five-week what is the five-week rule just well, like, so it's all started today with March the 8th. Everybody's going back to school and we can mix outside with one other person and sit on a bench and have a picnic with them, keeping a social distance. On the 29th of March, I think it's something, the, the rule of six starts, etc. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the, I haven't got the details all in front of me, but the, the finer details kick in. So if today and the 29th of March goes well they're going to not make any decisions for another five weeks and if in five weeks from today numbers haven't gone up it's all quite solid then they'll start the April the 12th one which is when pubs open now if there's kind of some technical hitch along the way or we get some new strains or whatever the rule is that the government decides we can't 
they'll move it back a week. But so we know from today, five weeks time, something will change unless there's a technical hitch. And then once that decision on April the 12th, hopefully is made, then it's another five weeks. So nothing happens in between that. You're just working in five week increments. Okay, that's good. Thanks for filling us in the information there. Okay. Uh, Councillor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dear so hopefully fingers crossed we're getting back to a little bit of normality uh when you're listening to this podcast and hopefully you'll be able to get yourselves out and about uh, over the weekend i managed to uh, get myself for a walk a little bit which was nice as well and visit some areas that i haven't been to before and uh yeah generally just enjoy embrace the sunshine that we had uh, at the weekend but i think this week uh, hasn't been so good but there you go anyway let's cut a, a crack on then team and let's do a little bit of this it's time to unpack the fact unpack the fact true false false true true false false true hmm now then, we've had some interesting ones over the last couple of weeks or so. Beverly on ice, uh, Beverly with her mother, uh, which my mum still doesn't believe, Beverly. So you must send me some of the photos to prove to my mum that she, your mum did actually get married at the age of what age was it? She was a, 80. She was 80. Uh, and Rod and her, as well. And yeah, and Rod, and Rod was 88. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you played it to her, didn't you? I did, I did. She loved it. She goes, what, you mentioned us by name? I said, yes, I told you a story once. <laughs> so, you know, it's um, not usual. <laughs> so um, she loved it. Excellent. So that's unpacked the fact that was Beverly uh, telling some great stories. Be- uh, Jack's told us some stories in the past and also gave us seven facts. Uh, so it's the turn of me now. Uh, last time I talked about my car and uh, being stopped by the police. Today's goes a little bit like this. Are you ready for this sh- short little story? Yep. I am. I'm excited. Okay. I was once locked up in a cell for 24 hours with my friend, Charlie. Oh, gosh, that sounds quite dodgy. Was it it a drinking Um, spree? hmm? Was it a drinking spree? Was you drinking Uh, alcohol uh, involved? There was some alcohol, yeah. Was it in this country or...? Was it in this country? Um, let me think. Yes. That's a bit dodgy, isn't it, Jack? Because he didn't know whether it's in this country. So it must involve mm. quite a lot of alcohol if he doesn't even know what country it's in. Can we ask what you were arrested for? Or does that give it away? Mm, don't really want to say what that is at the moment. Did it involve nudity? <laughs> no nudity involved. <laughs> okay. Any other questions? No, I think that's about it, really. Was it just the two of you involved? And was Charlie um, a man or a woman? Charlie was a man. And just the two of you involved? <laughs> Sounds a little bit touchy. Well, I'm just wondering. Um, so is this a blind date got that gone wrong? <laughs> I can't see it being a robbery. I've got, I might have an idea of what I think it is, but I'm not going to say just yet. Okay, so the question again then today that I've just given the team, I was once locked up in a cell for 24 hours with my friend Charlie. Mm. Look, when you say locked up, so you locked, turn the key and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that. Okay, gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. (laughs) 
could be a tell could be telling the truth could be telling an absolute lie oh yeah that's true i'm yeah. just assuming it's completely true but you know, yeah. just remember that i could be telling an absolute porker here can i ask whenabouts it was you know how many years ago approximately um but let me say i'm saying over five years ago okay so it's in this country over five years ago so it could still be on his record Criminal yeah, records. In the breaks, so I'm going to. Um, that's if you get criminal records. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you are. That's our unpacked for the fact for today. Answers coming up at the end of the podcast, and we'll give you a recap right in the middle of the podcast. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's unpacked the fact. Uh, so joining us on the weekly experience this week, it's Vicky from Orchard Country Kitchen. So how did this come about, then, Vicky? Um, it was one of those things whereby I enjoy a bit of cooking, mainly sweet stuff. I do do some savoury stuff, but it's predominantly cakes and biscuits and that kind of thing. And um, during lockdown, somebody said to me, why don't you film yourself doing these things and pop it on YouTube? And that's kind of how it started. <laughs> I understand that it's, it's, it's growing in popularity. Yes, I mean, there's quite a bit of competition, I think, for channels particularly cooking channels i think especially during lockdown um but yes it's uh gaining subscribers so what sort of things have you done i have made carrot cake blueberry muffins um i started off doing kind of what i would consider easy bakes so for absolute beginners who always complain that they can't make cakes um i started off with things like a bran loaf um apple and cinnamon loaf things that you literally just throw everything in the bowl mix it around and stick it in the oven so i started off with really easy things so where did you get the love of cooking then uh where did i get it from um i suppose it started off when i was younger um my mum when she used to throw dinner parties of course back in the day they used to throw dinner parties people didn't go out for meals and she would always ask me to make dessert so that's kind of where it started i guess when i was in my early teens and you know what sort of questions you get asked and do you make it you obviously must have to make it quite easy for people to understand yeah um i literally what i do is i start off by measuring out all the ingredients before i start filming so that i've got dishes with all the relevant ingredients in and then i talk through the ingredients at the beginning and then take it through step by step what you have to do and i film each step so people can see how mixed up a mixture has to be for example because i think sometimes over mixing or under mixing can be the downfall of people's sweet delights so what have been some of your successes that you found um i think oh good question um i think if you i'll be honest with you none of the recipes are my own recipes i'm not that creative to actually go i'm going to throw all these things in together and see what comes up um what i will do is i scour the internet and Nowadays, people can rate recipes as well as lots of other things. And so if I want to make a particular thing, I will Google the most popular recipe, the one that's got the most five-star ratings on it, and uh, that's the one I'll go with. And normally I'll try out, trial it a couple of times myself anyway to make sure that we all like it as a family or whatever before I actually then film it. So when you're filming, you're going along. Any disasters? Touch wood so far, no. Um, not that I can think of. No, I've got kids that are sometimes screaming in the background, which don't always make things easy. But other than that, no, we're all, we're good so far. Like I said, I do a couple of practice runs first before I actually worry about filming it. So you uh, are you a lover of these cookery shows? I, I I adore them. I could sit there for hours and watch them. Yeah, some of them I yeah some of them I am yeah some of them I am. But um, like I said, I like to cook sweet things. It's cakes, biscuits, all of those kind of things. I enjoy savoury food absolutely, but um, I enjoy making desserts more than anything. And what's your favourite cake? 
Oh, uh, I have to say, oh, probably carrot cake. And I do a mean carrot cake. I've tried your carrot cake in the past, haven't I? <laughs> Absolutely lovely. And I remember when I came across once before, you made a lovely apple and cinnamon cake. Yeah, that's one of the easy, every throw it all in the bowl kind of cake. So, yeah, that's a really easy one. But I yeah, think those yeah. are the most tastiest that you can make, aren't they, really? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, homemade cakes are definitely better than uh, store-bought cakes. Uh, no offence, Mr Kipling. <laughs> and your favourite cook? Oh, my God. Um, Who's inspired you, Vicky? I have to say, do you know what? I don't think I get inspiration from anybody in particular. You can't beat watching a bit of Gordon Ramsay, of course, <laughs> just because of the entertainment value. But no, I wouldn't say there was any one particular cook that I watch and necessarily get inspired by. I like watching them all. And if anyone wants to access your channels, how do they do so? Like I said, it's a mouthful, but Orchard Cottage Kitchen. You can catch that on Instagram or on YouTube, and uh, it's all on there. All right, lovely to catch up with you. And you. That was a lovely Vicky Orchard joining us on the show today, uh, talking about her YouTube channel, uh, which is available at, let me remind myself here, it's Orchard Country Kitchen on YouTube. Check her out because there's some great recipes. Plus also she does some reviews as well. Um, and I think Vicky does need to send us a cake as well. So Vicky, if you are listening to this podcast, do send us a cake. They did sound very mouth-watering, yeah, and mouth-watering. Oh, my Mm. goodness me. I thought, oh, gosh. I was just happily just casually listening, and then she started talking about cakes and lovely things like that. Nice. Yeah, come in. Come in, Vicky, when we can come in, and let's do this thing. Just (laughs) in the interest of research, of course. Now, just just throwing this out there, uh, we're all keen cooks out there. So the most common things that we cook, what do you reckon the top five could be uh, things that we cook, not necessarily cakes, but food-wise. What do you reckon? Give us. I would ideas. say, I would say, high up there is spaghetti bolognese. Uh, well, okay, I'll give you that. Uh, beef chili, yeah, yeah, beef chili is there. Jack, have you got any suggestions for us instead of your curry? Um, that's pizza. <laughs> is pizza up there? Pizza, pizza, pizza. Well, no, there's not on the actual list here. Here, okay. what I've got from. This came from the Daily Mail, so it must be okay, true. I'd, I'd go roast roast dinners. No, roast dinners not on there. Really? Yeah, it's not no. getting very popular, is it? Roast is on cheese-related things. Oh, not macaroni cheese. No, don't. Mac and cheese is there. Oh, yeah, well done. And that makes me feel ill. <laughs> I love macaroni and cheese. Cheese on toast, then. It must be. No. Quiche. Something quiche. else. Quiche. Quiche. Uh, no, not on that. No. Cheese omelette. No. Cheese sandwich. No, not cheese sandwich. What? Okay, then. Lasagna. Lasagna. Oh, oh, I love my lasagna. Goodness. That's, a, that's another like mincy thing. You too? Oh, yeah, lasagna. Lovely. All day. <laughs> that just reminded me, Roger, we were going to have a competition, weren't we? We decided a long time ago before some lockdown yes. or another. Because yeah. you're a master of it. And I still don't make it probably as nice as yours is because mine kind of gets sloppy. So I'm still on the refining my skills part. Yeah, what we need to do is Jack could be the actual taste critic when we arrive, not him come into the kitchen or whatever and see which one he likes the best. A little bit of a blind test. You up for that? I'm up for that. Let's do that. Absolutely, let's do that. Okay, when when we can all meet together properly, we'll do that then. So those five uh, most common things that we cook are lasagna, mac and cheese, a beef chilli, tomato soup apparently... And what's the most famous pie that people cook, do you reckon? 
Second kidney? No, it's a chicken pie, apparently. Okay. There you go. I think they're, they're odd, those. They are a bit odd, but we are looking at the Daily Mail here, so there you go. <laughs> it, depends, it depends who the audience is. Is it the youngsters, or is it the oldest ones, or is it just a mixture of uh, well, age ranges? You know. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. You know, my kids are funny. Other papers are available. Yeah, my my kids are really weird and funny because they love mac and cheese. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> stand the smell. My dad, my dad used to make an awesome one on a Saturday lunchtime. I can still see it cooking and being. I love it. I I used to love it when it was called macaroni cheese, not mac and cheese. Uh, yeah, well, I, I noticed that James Martin made it on on the telly the other day, actually. And uh, but yeah, something about James Martin, I love watching it because he pungs everything in. If it's cheese or if it's cream, it goes into the recipe, and then a butter. big knob yeah. of butter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's all about that, isn't he? I don't know whether he does loads of exercising. He's got really good arteries. <laughs> <laughs> he must have some. But there you go. Uh, so there you are. That's the most common things. And Vicky joining us on the podcast today. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it. It's <laughs> the weekly experience. It's time to get ourselves out into the garden and remind us it's Ross Smith here with his top five. So it's Ross then giving us some top tips for our gardens at number five then, Ross. Take stock from last year and learn any mistakes you made. Good one. like that one. Number four. Have a look at your neighbour's garden to see what works well in the area that you live in. Number three. It's a great time to get your vegetable plants going. Um, and think about what you want to eat in the summer. Number two. If there's any plants that are getting too big for the space, it's a great time to divide them and move them around the garden. And what be the number one tip that you could give people? Enjoy your garden. Use it as a space for relaxing. Uh, English Country Garden. Uh, don't forget, Ross will be joining us for a live Q&A on Facebook on Thursday, 18th of March. So if you've got any questions relating to your gardening, if you want any answered questions, that any questions that you would like answered, I should say, then drop us a line. Uh, you can do so at the Facebook page or you can send me an email. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. We're looking forward to that chat with Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely am. It's perfect. Comes at a perfect time of the year. I'm really looking forward to hearing what he's got to say. And uh, I've already got a few questions myself. So um, stand in queues. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be really good whether you've got a big garden or you're into container gardening. Everybody has got a question. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, if you've got any questions, that reminder of that email address, it's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Get us a question across to us and we'll put it forward to, to Ross. And if you uh, fancy having a look at the chat, you'll be able to access it on Thursday, the 18th of March at 7.30 in the evening. I think we decided on the time there. So there you go. That's Ross Smith uh, joining us on the podcast for today. Time to refresh ourselves a little bit for a couple of moments and have some music from Anthony A. And we'll talk about Anthony in just a second. This is his tune, which is out this week. This is called Oil Lamps. All the feelings that we still have, they begin to freeze in this cold night. Ironic that just tonight. 
and life may remain But it's too cold in here To make things right again Anthony A and that, or should I say Anthony J now, and uh, oil lamps here on the podcast for today and a speed of recovery to Ant as well, uh, because uh, he went in for an operation um, last weekend as well. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, you're on a winning track and hopefully you'll get better soon, won't he? Yeah. yeah, let's hope so. That's a um, a different kind of sound from him because we've heard a few different songs from him recently, but that's a different one, but just as beautiful. And yeah, speedy recovery, young man. Indeed. Right. Let's uh, continue our podcast for today. Time for a little bit of a giggle because last week uh, we had the pleasure of spending some time with a comedian and ventriloquist. Well done. Oh, right. Yeah, well done. Uh, Mark Felgate and his character, Uncle Noel. Oh, well, well, thank you. You're saying I've got nice eyes, Roger. Oh, so, you love me eyes, Noel. Oh, well, once lockdown's done, we can go on a date or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fussy. <laughs> I'm not fussy. <laughs> Pump, 
Anything, I don't care. You don't care. What's, what's Noel been doing today? Oh, just laying around, you know. I'm I'm 86. I'm not going to be racing around doing my gardening. I don't like this lockdown. I don't like people generally, so it's nice to just be inside. Have you had your COVID jab, Noel? That's what I want to know. I'm a flipping puppy. I don't need one, eh? <laughs> They'd have a rat there trying to find a vein, wouldn't they? They'd be there all day. Goodness me. And what do you think of our Beverly? Oh, hello, Beverly. Hello. How are you doing? Hello, you sweetheart. Can I ask you a question? Of course. You know, don't worry. Well, don't worry about what him next door says to you. What do you think it's like working with Mark? He's a pain in the bottom. He is. This is a nightmare, and I'm stuck with him because of this lockdown. I can't get away from him. Oh, okay. He's so boring. He's a nutter. He talks to himself all the time. <laughs> but does he look after you? Does he? He keeps me in a in suitcase, love. In a suitcase? Who does that? It's almost city. He never cleans it out. Oh, goodness. What about Hudson? Is he, he is a bit of a troublemaker to me. Don't tell him. But is he? Do you oh. not kind of teach him how to behave like you do, like a gentleman? There's no training that dog, I tell you. So oh. how often do you perform with your uh, partner then, Noel? At the moment, not a lot. No. What Just kind of stories can you tell? YouTube stuff, aren't we? Yeah. I'm filming. Yeah. That's not yet, really. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been, when was the last time you were on stage with him then? And is he kind of a good uh, partner? It's, 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 it's been a while, really, since a lot of times. No. With, with no. Noel. Oh, when, when Noel went Oh, well. Yeah, when, when Noel came on with you. I'm more interested in what Noel, Noel's got to say. Yeah, shut up, you. Get off the camera. Oh, shall I just go? I'll go. I'll go over here. I'll just leave, leave, leave him. Thank you. That's better. <laughs> so, yeah, when was the last time you were on stage? Last time I was on stage, well, um, well, technically now, I'm on stage. I'm on the virtual stage performing to you lovely people out there on the interweb. Yes. You, you've done very well coping with technology. Well, not put the computer on. I'm just staring at the camera. Well, I, I, I deem to be the camera. Yeah, I think you're acting your age as well, though, because you're very, very close to the camera, and we can kind of, you know, it's your nose looks a little large. Well, it helps me here as well. That was just the best, wasn't it? It was such a fun hour. That was such a fun hour. Went quite we quick really as well. We really enjoyed our chat with him, didn't we, um, team? Um, you can uh, rewind the whole chat and how it looked and how it panned out for that particular evening uh, if you head to our Facebook wall, which is facebook.com forward slash uh, bus talk entertainment. Okay, so you'll be able to see the whole video there, uh, which is about an hour long. So grab yourself a coffee, tea, whatever, or something stronger, because <laughs> you might need that as well, <laughs> uh, with a conversation uh, with Mark and some of the characters who were joined by Uncle Noel there that we heard on the podcast, plus also Hudson the dog as well. So if you don't know who Hudson the dog is, uh, make, sure, make sure you check out the video as well.
Yeah, that's absolutely right. And um, he was trying to teach us how to say B. 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 Obviously, I can say B because nobody can see me saying it and I'm moving my mouth. But he's also got a YouTube channel where he actually teaches people ventriloquism. Mm-hmm. And um, you and I can just about say it, but he can actually do it, can't we? And mm, he's pretty yeah. damn good at it as well. It was great. Really enjoyed it. Mm. Really, really great. So thanks, Mark, for joining us. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. Bramble, do you want a word? It's the weekly experience. <laughs> right, time to crack on team with today's quiz. So spring officially starts on Saturday the 20th of March. Time for our spring-related quiz. Are you ready for three related questions to do with spring? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number one today. Bumblebees will start to emerge from hibernation during the spring. On average, how large are the bumblebee colonies? Are there 20,000 workers? Is there 1,000 workers? Or is there 400 workers? Good okay. question. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Question two, I relating to the rabbit, male rabbits will melt their territory during the spring using their scent. Where do rabbits have some of their scent glands? Is it A, their feet? Is it B, their belly? Or C, the chin? Spotted a, a rabbit when I was out on my uh, walk the other day, actually. Really. Lovely. What was it What was it doing? What was it doing, Roger? It was hopping was along. It doing like that with his chin. It wasn't doing chin or belly rubbing or. Well, it might have been playing with its feet. It might have been playing with its belly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not giving away clues. Don't want to worry. Uh, number three, a little owl becomes more vocal in the spring to attract a mate. What does it call or sound like? Is it twitter, twitter, or is it meow, meow, or is it she woof, woof? <laughs> That's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, can you just repeat those for us, Roger? I didn't quite hear them properly. <laughs> <laughs> right then. A little owl becomes more vocal in the spring to attract a mate. What does it call it sound like? Is it twitter, twitter, or is it meow, meow, or is it see woof, woof? Oh, dodgy. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> tough question, that one is. Mm. Yeah. Uh, have a think on that question for today. Those all relating to spring. Do you like those three questions? Interesting. Love those three questions. Yeah, they're nice. Good yeah, fun, there good you go. See? Yeah. I'm turning into Chris Packham. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you've got a bit of a way to go. <laughs> I know I don't have the looks of Chris Packham that you're after, Beverly, but there you go. <laughs> be an Is he gentle on the old eye for you? You know uh, what I mean? Not really- no, actually, he, I like the fact that he um, knows his stuff and he's intensely passionate about nature in all its forms. But no, not my type he of guy. He lives you, doesn't he? He lives in Hampshire. New, he lives in the New Forest. That's too yeah. far for a bike ride and local travel. Mm. I'm a little, I, you know, I'd love to live in the New Forest, but there you go. Anyway, moving on from the quiz means it's week six of the Mystery Voices. Yes. Yay. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, we have been offering you the chance to win the Amazon voucher, which is worth 30 quid because we've all put a tenner in for this and we are giving it away. So somebody has to win. So all you have to do is tell us who these three voices are. Here we go. 
very proud of this one. Yeah, definitely. Yes. It's, uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together, one of which is the 3D thing itself. Ed is on this um, next cut. I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him, which go something like this. So there you are. You know, from the time I was a kid. So whenever it was, we worked on it. You know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at like nine years old and my dad had interviewed me. And... <laughs> So I know you've been doing your homework over the last seven days or so, team. So what have you come up with? Anything? No. <laughs> I don't know. I know the, I know the last one, def definite. But never too no, late. Well, um, I'm, I'm, well, in my own mind, I've definitely got the last two. I definitely think that. Oh, that's definitely. It. <laughs> definitely. Well, you know how you suddenly decide whatever's right. right that's it. And you can't think past it. And the first guy sounds like an old friend now. So I don't know. <laughs> it's a trouble. You, you hear it so often. It starts coming very familiar. And you think, why don't I know him? <laughs> yeah, I know this voice. I know this voice. You know, that's the thing. But you don't know whether you know this voice because we've been listening to it for a few weeks. Or whether you know this voice. So are we? how many people are anywhere near getting all three? Well, we've had one person that's come out two out of three. So oh, okay. On the, on the second one, because we've got background music, so I'm kind of thinking, is that a radio background music or is it from a TV show? Oh. Wouldn't like to say, Jack. Okay, all right. I, I think it, I think. Go on, throw, you, throw your answers out there because, you yeah. know, yeah, it's yeah, up, think, up to anyone that's listening to this podcast if they want to use your answers or not. So, yeah. you know, go on. I, I kind of think it might be off, off the telly because it's quite, it's quite dull in the background. It's not like really, really high volume, you know. Can we just play them once more, just briefly? Because yeah. I've never heard again, the little music. Okay. The little music. Very proud of this one. Yeah, definitely. Yes, it's. Uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together. One of which is the three D thing itself. Ed is on this um, next cut. I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him, which go something like this. So there you are. You know, from the time I was a kid. So whenever it was. We worked on it. You know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at like nine years old and my dad had interviewed me. And... Yeah, as, I've said, as I've said to you before, there is a clue in number two. Yeah, because number two background is definitely a, a clue. But I'm, I'm kind of feeling it is from TV, you know, she's off the telly. Well, you know who I think it is, who I can't remember her name now, but... <laughs> I love this competition. <laughs> it's the presenter off of Winterwatch, what, what, uh, Chris Packham's stepdaughter. That's who I'm convinced it is. But you threw me when you said there was a bit of music in there. But I couldn't hear any music that time either. And she's talking about ducks. Turn your hearing aid up, love. Yeah, it's in the background. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking. It might be off a show or something. Okay. It's about the taking part, boys. <laughs> So, can I ask this question? Actually, is she yeah. a TV personality or TV like host? Um, I'll give a clue. Then she's a TV host. Okay. Right. Mm. And when she Helped when you? she does the little quack sound as well, that kind of I've heard that before somewhere, but I just can't put it all together. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, I'm getting close. Well, yeah, you'll get another chance a little bit later on on the podcast. Okay? okay, so there you are. That's our mystery voices. If you do know, by the way, and you're listening to this podcast and you fancy winning the Amazon voucher for us, which is up to the value of 30 quid, uh, get in touch with us. Uh, you can send me an email. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Any more thoughts on that? No. No, I think you said it all there. Mm. Okay. Right. Still to come then, we unpack the fact with myself and Lisa joins us by hair by Lisa and Eloise Kate joins us and plays for us too on the podcast on the weekly experience. At Caleb's Coffee, we've tried to be different to other coffee shops. Our artisan coffee is locally roasted. Our homemade cakes are, well, made locally. Our milk comes from local farms. And our staff are local too. People of Fleet have been raving about Caleb's Coffee on Facebook. Find out what it's all about. You can catch us every Tuesday to Saturday at Church Crookham Community Centre. Find out more details on our Facebook and Instagram page at Caleb's Coffee UK. Caleb's Coffee. Coffee.co.uk. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. (laughs) Oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to the Weekly Experience. It is Rog, it's Beverly, and it's Jack with you for today's show. Can I just say something there? With Go the on. Caleb's Coffee, um, follow him on Facebook, seriously. He does ridiculous videos. He's decided he's a TikTok hero in the making. It's just a <laughs> laugh, whatever else. Even if you don't like coffee, and I'd suggest you try one of his coffees because they're nice, but he makes you smile every day or when he posts. It's great. There you go. Caleb's Coffee, available in Church Crookham at the Church Crookham Community Centre every Tuesday to Saturday. <laughs> and at the key at Elvin and Heath on a Monday. That's what he's doing at the moment. Um, I'll give you a little recap of the Unpack the Fact. The question that I've given the team for today, if they've got to try and work out if I'm telling the truth or I'm telling an absolute porker, the question is today. I spent a night in the cells with my friend Charlie. Right. So, I'm tending to think that this could be true, and I think it was not because you'd broken any kind of law. I think it was some kind of fundraising activity. That gone wrong. So, (laughs) (laughs) no, that that was the point of it, or some kind of feature of some description because of the various antics that you get up to in various parts of your life. He's not painting the picture of of being a good person, because last week it was all about police chasing him. (laughs) You're right, yeah, Yeah, when he did his last one, they were police chasing him, that's true. We may have a criminal on the show, you know? We, we didn't, we, did, did you check him for his back credentials when he joined us? What? <laughs> Look at my face. No. But I, I do think that if it was a serious one, he wouldn't have spent, and then they'd have found him guilty. They, he wouldn't be telling us now that he spent 24 hours in a prison cell locked in it. I think Why not? Oh, maybe a reformed criminal, that's very true. But so, I, I ah, think question. that you did, but not for the reasons that we think you did. Were you in the same cell as the other guy? Yeah. That's good. I think he's lying. You think he's lying? Yeah, I don't think they put people together in a cell because of health and safety reasons. It's very cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a cafe, is it? (laughs) Sort of luxury (laughs) B&B. I didn't enjoy the experience. Yeah, I think he's lying. I think he's lying. Do you? Yeah. And what was the reason you were put in the cell? Let's ask that. What was the reason you were put in the cell? Yeah, I can't possibly tell you. 
No, you can either make something up or tell us the truth. Well, I could do, but I'd rather not say. Oh, so you're being mysterious. So would you lock up for? Mm-hmm. Would you lock up for? A few I can hours? be mysterious. You remember that? I can. Be, I can do what I want. You've got the question. You just have to work out what the question answer to the question. So yeah, would you? Did I spend that night in the cells with my friend Charlie for twenty four hours? Okay, I can answer my question. Twenty four hours. Is that your answer? Your that's what mm. you were going to ask him. Yeah, just how long how long he was on there. Okay. Before. Well, I know what side I'm coming down on. I tend to think at the moment it might be true, but not for the obvious criminal reasons. For something either um, to do with a previous work or a uh, fundraising activity. Did, did that's they, what I'm thinking at the moment. Yeah. Did, did, did they test you for anything? Test me. <laughs> Yeah, what's, what was the procedure of being locked up when you went in, you know, to be booked in? So what, tell me, go run me through the procedure. What do you mean? Well, well, well do you, you get arrested and you have to go to get, you have to be booked in, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, well, they, took all my, they took all the items off me. I had my phone taken away from me. I had all my personal possessions taken away from me, including my chain that I usually wear. I, yeah. that I had to go. Did they ask you anything else? Um, <laughs> did they ask you to do anything else? all possibly relating to the crime that I possibly committed. Well, what would that possibly be then? What other possible things would did, they do did, did to they, you? Did they take your fingerprints? DNA? Swap? Um, I did have my fingerprints taken, yeah. How, oh, so how long ago was this again? Um, over five years ago. Okay. So that other one that I was going to say they may not could have done it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only dodgy thing was when he said that he spent the um, time in the cell, but with another person. Was there anything dividing you, like bars? So it looked yeah, like had, the same cell. We had one bed one side and one bed the other side. There was limited bedding. Well, I, I, know, I don't want to be uncouth here at all. Oh, yeah, what, not, please, but what, what about what? the toilet element? What about the toilet element? Was it one toilet and could you both see each other? <laughs> She's getting a little pervy now, isn't she? I'm just trying to see <laughs> whether he's been in there properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I can't honestly remember. Did, did they give you a coffee okay. voucher for coffee later? Did we have coffee veg? Of course we didn't. We were in a cell. Just checking. <laughs> You're just presuming there was like Costa Coffee trying, in my trying, cell room. I'm trying to catch you out, see that. <laughs> No, we have the ration. Is there anything you want to share? Have you been in a cell and you've had a cup of coffee? You must have had a luxurious prison if you did. I haven't been there in a cell, no. No. Have been arrested, though. Oh. Anyway, it's about me this week, not about you. I know the procedures. Yeah, it's all about. Save yours for another week, Jack. Okay, right. So you spent 24 hours in a cell with two beds in it and somebody else was in there as well and you were yeah, given rations. My friend Charlie. And there was one toilet that you kind of shared but you can't remember any details. No. And you must have had at least three meals and a drink. And, and did they serve them? How did they serve those meals? Well, how do they serve it normally to prisoners? <clears throat> I don't know. What police station you was you at? That? We did go out on exercise every so often. What police station oh, was gosh. this? Hmm? What police station was it? It was in Somerset. Okay. I thought that if you were in a police cell, if you've been arrested... Who said about a police cell? Yeah, that, well, I'm just wondering that. They said a cell. Like might... 
You said a cell, didn't you? Yeah, I think he's yeah. lying because when you locked up, put you in 24 hours, they didn't let you out. Who did you make your one phone call to? I didn't. Don't get phone calls these days. Okay. Text message. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't because I didn't have my I didn't have my phone because they took it all off me. Okay. You're allowed to keep right. your shoes. Say that again. Were you allowed to keep your shoes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're what, not was... going back to Roman times. I'm not. Oh no, 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 just... no, no, no. It, it was your shoes slip-ons or or they got laces. They were slip-ons. <laughs> okay. We're clutching at crime novels, aren't we, Jack? Here, <laughs> you've been watching too much of those crime fighter movies again. No, I do watch a lot of those um, TV. I know you do. Police inspectors, see. Okay. Okay. Should we move on? Yes, we move on. Yes. I think, think we think. I think we spend <laughs> far too long on this feature. You know. I know. We need to cut it down a bit. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best. It's brilliant. It's the weekly experience. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, um, in a couple of minutes, I want you to uh, gather your thoughts on some events that are going on across the region. But first of all, though, uh, let's hear from Lisa, uh, by, hair by Lisa, and how you make a perfect fringe for your hair, Lisa. So um, the best thing to do with a fringe, um, especially uh, a fringe a full fringe, so a fringe that's straight across, um, is to do it very carefully in sections. And um, so start with the middle section and very gently take a little bit off at a time. If you can um, section it into three, so if you imagine a bit uh, over your nose and then a bit over either eye and do it little bit by little bit, um, taking it round. Uh, side fringes are easier. Um, because you can just grab the whole lot and pull it to the opposite direction, kind of over direct it and just take a little bit off and it will give you the shape that you need, which is what I told my dad to do for my mum. The the kind of gradual angle. Mm. Yeah. Um, But all I can say is, like you said, sharp scissors, don't use your kitchen scissors, don't use your nail scissors, especially the ones that are bent. (laughs) The curved ones. I know that's that's, that's starting a disaster before you've gone anywhere. Exactly. So a nice sharp pair of scissors and um, be careful not to cut your fingers because that is also a problem. That's a problem being a professional, let alone anybody else. So just put very briefly then before you, thank you very much for those tips, by the way, but very briefly before you go, how are you coping with not doing any hairdressing whatsoever? Um, well, I, <laughs> I've embraced it, actually. I've really enjoyed it. I haven't missed it like I thought I would. What I have missed is seeing the mass of people that I usually see because on a daily basis, I might see 16 different people when I've got a busy day working. Um, and then being stuck at home with two people, that's quite difficult. Um, but uh, first lockdown, I, I coloured my husband's hair. Um, I cut my son's hair and like did awful stuff to mine, bleached it, dyed it pink and blue and purple. This lockdown, I've been a lot more nice to my hair and everyone else is around me. And my husband did say to me this week he needed a haircut. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Maybe you should do that on Facebook. Maybe that's it. If I could show other people. One of my neighbours has been there. I usually cut her and her husband's hair. And he, she's been doing it. She's doing a fantastic job. I'm seeing him walking past the house. 
he looks fantastic. I don't know why she's going to need me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be doing yourself out of business. Yeah. <laughs> Helping other people out. So. Well, you certainly sound like you've um, got a lot of em- uh, energy about you and you're happy and content in what you're doing, which oh, yeah. is great. Yeah. But obviously looking forward to getting out and about and seeing everybody again. I think that's what we're all missing, isn't it? I mean, obviously it's nice to be indoors and safe and all of that stuff, but certainly missing talking to people and being with people because you're not just a hairdresser, are you? You're kind of like a counsellor and a therapist and a discuss life person. Yeah, you get get to learn a lot about people, everything, things that they wouldn't tell their friends you, you hear about. So I sit here some evenings and I think, oh, I wonder how Margaret is or I wonder how so-and-so is and it's it is hard because I'm lucky with my mobile hairdressing um I can just text them it was one of my lady's birthdays yesterday so I just texted her to make sure she was all right because I know she's by herself and I know there are a lot of elderly people who are missing their hairdressers who can have people come in wash them dress them but can't have their hairdresser come in and do their hair and you know that's quite hard for them as well as for us because you become friends it's really that's really interesting I hadn't even thought about that for a minute so you can have carers in who yeah. get up close and personal and the work that you do isn't just um, cosmetic to some people it's part of how their well-being isn't it for older yeah. people as well Definitely. and you can't go in can you no and I know a lot of people who have elderly clients that they've done for years and years and years uh, feel really awful because I've, I read a lady who she said she was crying because all she wanted is her hair doing. And, you know, a lot of the people, you know, we're talking late 80s, early 90s, who really take pride in what they look like and having their hair set and, and looking nice. That might be the one thing they have control over and they just can't have that done. And that that is sad. But, and I think it's really difficult for them because my mum is in that age group and it's quite hard for her to wash her own hair and do that sort of stuff because she's still in that um, shampoo and set brigade, you know, off yeah. to the hairdressers on a Friday and it's a treat and a tradition mm-hmm. and that's kind of just what they do. And it's I think it's hard physically for people of that kind of age as well a lot of the time, isn't yeah. it? So you'll be the- back out again, though. You'll be back yeah. out again soon and there won't be any stopping you. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, how do they do so, um, you can find me on Facebook. It's Hair by Lisa, or you can find me on uh, Google. Just put in Hair by Lisa. I uh, work in the Fleet area. Lovely chat with Lisa today, catching up with that hair and fringes, and uh, some of the customers that she has. And hopefully, fingers crossed, it all go well for her when uh, she can do the uh, cutting again. And uh, I'll be first in the queue uh, to have my cut <laughs> cut by Lisa as well. Uh, so, team. What we thought we'd do today is uh, we mentioned a couple of the items that are going on, uh, fingers crossed, in the next few months or so. Like Basingstoke's biggest weekend of music. We mentioned this last week with a variety of performers, art and family fun taking place at the War Memorial Park in the centre of uh, Basingstoke. This is happening on the 10th and 11th of July. More details can be found on our page at Basingstoke Life on Facebook. Uh, Jack, have you got something there? Uh, only just talking about the comedy car show still looks like it's still still on the on the on going forward because I know they're, they're very much tied with local councillors and they've already cancelled one of the live shows uh, you know the Premier Lodge Live because of like um, groups of people so I'm not quite sure whether that will still go ahead or not 
but hoping it still just goes ahead still planned anyway be really awesome we're going to be doing hopefully very soon our Camberley car show bringing us back the, the classic car show we did which is with Ascot Brewery so if they reopen and they're happy to do that again with us we'll probably do that a bit later in the year when things don't really when events sort of peer off a bit you know um Apart from that, I've not seen any other bits. Everything's on our Facebook page that we have shared so far. So just check out Canby Life. Check on the events page. And also any other live pages, have a look on there for other events. So we'll tag them as we see them. Yeah, so if you've got any events, do get in touch with us here at the podcast. Bev, have you got anything apart from your comedy, my love? Well, I was going to uh, just mention the car show that we haven't quite organised yet with the Ascot Brewing Company, but last year's one was really, really good and very well attended. So we're going to get in touch, talk to the owners there and see if we can get that one going for sure, because that's uh, not only a whole load of different types of classic cars turning up, having a good time, there's fantastic beer as well and pizza. And last year it had music as well, didn't you? Yeah, we had Victoria Beebe down. That was lovely. Mm. Yeah. And, really and Mandy Dinley, she was there as well, I seem to remember. Mandy didn't do any singing, but yeah. she was there. I think we did have a little chat with her as well, so yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, really? so that's really good. And the gig on the green in Yately, which is currently what I'm super into. That's uh, Saturday the 26th and Sunday the 27th of June from midday on both the days. There are still tickets available and... Um, it's such a good day out really really good so um, if you'd like to go to that one in Yately I suggest you kind of buy the early bird tickets right now so secure your tickets so if you do have an event planned in the near future do get in touch with us either uh, drop us a line at one of the town portal sites that we have on Facebook Uh, there's plenty of those or you can drop us a line individually and we'll give you mention on the weekly experience in future oh before we just slip in before we go the Surrey He Show looks like it's actually been um, cancelled until next year okay that's another one that happens at the family office that's normally quite big as well but um, yeah so it's Due to, it's just due to the roadmap the government's given them, given people about the shows and the outside events. It's not really sort of feasible, so they are putting it off till next year. Well, you know, so if you've got any events on or off, do get in touch with us and we will give you a mention on the podcast in uh, future weeks. Uh, thought we mentioned the patron uh, bit of our uh, pages here at SMJ Media, uh, which is going really well. So we need your support here. We uh, provide the content for you at no charge, basically. And we just need your support to be a patron. Now, quickly explain, Jack, what a patron is. Yeah, patrons. It's a patron page that you can go over to and click over. So it's patreon.com forward slash SMJ Media Group. And on there, we've got basic packages. So if you like what we do and want to keep us, allow us to keep continue continuing because obviously it's it funding it helps us is we've got basic packages on there we've got a, a base members package we've got a silver members package and a gold members package so that way you like our content so you can like, subscribe subscribe to one of those packages and that will help support us and our team and us to keep going and getting out there and doing a lot more excellent thank you for that little update on the patron so please uh, do support us and we would really appreciate that right time to go to the weekly experience answer machine as it was last week in action with all your mother's day requests it seems to have been flooded over the last couple of weeks or so with a wonderful message of support for the key workers nhs staff in thank you very much i think that phone's ringing if i can hear it yes it's 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 going i think cannot be taken at the moment so please leave your message after the tone 
machine if you've got some support for the nhs or any of the key workers around the region because we're they're still doing a sterling job uh, uh because we are still in lockdown officially although it doesn't seem like it sometimes when you do go out and about uh so please uh make sure you're careful out there and please if you've got any messages of support for the nhs or the key workers do get in touch with us on the podcast and we will give you a mention there you Indeed. go so Let's have a chat with the talented artist, musician on the show today. Her name is Eloise K. Describe your music to us in three words. Indie folk pop, <laughs> I think. Good. Okay. Yes. Now, I've heard a couple of your songs as well. And uh, one of those songs that we will put on this podcast is called uh, Way Again, which kind of, when I listened to it, kind of reminded me of Clannad, Haunting, very relaxing, very healing kind of thing. Is this where you kind of focus yourself a little bit? Yeah. So um, recently I've sort of gone a lot more back to the roots of um, just acoustic kind of music rather than overproducing and just focusing on keeping the lyrics really honest and telling stories. Um, I think sonically um, that acoustic vibe with dreamy harmonies and reverb is um, the route that I'm sort of going down at the moment with other projects I'm working on at the moment. How did you discover music first of all then? 
Um, so I, I've grown up in quite a musical family. Uh, my mum played the saxophone and piano uh, and my dad as well played the piano. So I was always surrounded by music. And so naturally as a, as a child, I used to sort of tinkle on the piano and sing along in the car. Um, and it was in secondary school um, when I was choosing my options that I realised that I really enjoyed music. And at about 14, it was then that I started trying to write my own songs is music to you your voice only or do you play another instrument? Um, so I actually play a few. Um, I started, first of all, with piano. And I didn't actually start singing till I was about 13, 14. And I just um, joined my school choir. Um, and it was then that I started trying to properly sing. But I also taught myself um, guitar um, and I'm learning the banjo and the violin at the moment as well. So it's a work in progress. So I'm just trying to pick up as many instruments as I can. You've had a lot of well-known and successful performers go through there, haven't you? Yes. Um, yeah. So I, from what I know, I think Ed Sheeran might have gone there for a few weeks for some sort of short course. And um, I've heard, heard that maybe I think Matt from the 1975 might have gone there. Um, but yeah, quite a lot of well-known. Oh, and my, my favourite country band, The Shires. Um, I know their lead singer, Chrissy went there. So, <laughs> and they had um, on the wall at ACM, they have these um, pictures of people that have been there and theirs was there in the, in like the sort of sitting area. So I always used to see that before my lectures. So that was really okay. encouraging to know. So you, you, you got all excited about the Shires. They are phenomenal. I would agree with you on that. Yes. <laughs> so they obviously have influenced you. Oh, 100%. Um, it was actually my mum that found them. Um, I don't know how she found them on the internet one day. And she was like, oh, you've got to listen to the, this band, Eloise. They're really, really good. And um, I think that must have been in about 2014. So just right when I started really getting into music and ever since then I've just followed their journey and who knows maybe one day I'll be able to write with them. What's it like having your mum and dad support? It's it's really it's really really lovely so um, I live with at the moment my mum and my stepdad and they are really 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 supportive of everything I do and it's yeah it's really lovely. I'm very lucky to have such amazing parents. So going back to when you were a child can you remember one of your first songs that you ever heard? That is, it might have been a nursery rhyme, um, but <laughs> I think the first sort of... Or song you went, yes, I love that. I think it, it might have been Easy. Um, it always used to play in the car. Um, I absolutely love that song. It's because I'm easy, easy like Sunday morning. It's just the piano and oh, it's just so lovely. I love that song. <laughs> if anyone wants to access your music, uh, where is it available? So um, it should be on most streaming services. And I'm just called Eloise Kate on everything pretty much. Apart from um, Instagram and Facebook, it's Eloise Kate Music. And before we go today... Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Would you introduce your song for us? Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to speak to you both. Um, and this is Way Again by me, Eloise Kate. <laughs> thank you.
So it's lovely chatting to Eloise Kate there, and that was called Away Again on the podcast. Uh, really inspiring, that young lady, and uh, hopefully a future for her in uh, the next uh, few years or so. I think it's been a challenge, hasn't it, for all these young musicians, singer-songwriters over the last year or so. Um, yeah, I think she's got a, ta- um, a uh, talented future ahead. Uh, if you are a young musician in and around the region of Barsha, Hampshire and Surrey, get in touch with us on the podcast and uh, we could be doing an interview with you. There's some great in, um, music entertainers that we've had over the last uh, few months or so. And uh, if you go to uh, Buzz Talk Entertainment, you'll see a load of um, interviews and bits and pieces there that we've done with the various artists uh since lockdown began basically uh, so there you are uh, check it out and if you would like to be featured jack would love to hear from you it's jack at smjmediagroup.uk yes get it right eventually but there you go <laughs> get their names 
Right, time to crack on then with a recap of today's quiz. So all relating to the spring for today on today's quiz, because that begins on the 20th of March, by the way. Number one, your question goes like this. Bumblebees will start to emerge from hibernation during, on average, how large are the bumblebee bumblebee colonies? Is it A, 20,000 workers? Is it B, 1,000 workers? Or is it C, 400 workers? Stunned silent from you two. Any thoughts? Oh, it's yeah. our jet, just our brains are working. I've got a couple. I've got a thought. I'm going to be going with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, the challenge is for to get the point at the end of the quiz because at the moment five and a half to you, Beverly, and five and a half to me, and three and a half to Jack. Yes, that's right. So they can't cheat, basically. Otherwise, it's uh, you know they're giving a point to each other, and uh, you know we'll see at the end of the year how they do. Uh, question number two on today's spring-related quiz: uh, Mel Roberts, uh, who will mark their territory during the spring using their scent. I'll read that question again. Male rabbits will mark their territory during the spring using their scent. Where do rabbits have some of their scent glands? Is it A, their feet, B, their belly, or C, the chin? I've got an idea on that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with my thoughts on that one too. Question number three today. A little owl becomes vocal in the spring to attract a mate. What does its call sound like? Is it twitoo, twitoo? <laughs> is it meow, meow? Or is it C, woof, woof? That is a really tough one, that one is. I'm not sure I've got that one. That's a very stylish answer C, I have to say. Could you just do answer C again for me? Woof, okay, woof. is it <laughs> twitoo, twitoo? Or is it meow, meow? Or is it woof, woof? <laughs> There's a lot of effort into that woof, woof. Woof, woof. That's me. That's being a butch dog. Woof, woof. Right, so those are your three questions today, plus also, of course, it continues for week six or going on to week seven for the Mystery Voices. And the look on the people's faces here in front of me is just tremendous. So... Play the voices Very again, Very proud Jack. of this one, yeah, definitely, yes. It's, uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together, one of which is the 3D thing itself. Ed is on this um, next card. I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him, which go something like this. So there you are. You know, from the time I was a kid, so whenever it was... We worked on it, you know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at, like, nine years old, and my dad had interviewed me, and... <laughs> Come on, tell me who the three voices are. Is is number one? Mm. Have we interviewed him? No. The, the second. I almost thought I had it then. Second one. It's not a Blue Peter sort of show, was it? Might be. Mm, okay. You're heating up there, Jack. Which I'm, which I'm liking a lot. Actually, you're helping. Uh, number three, come on. Oh, are we allowed to say who we think this is? Yeah, yeah, because you know, because you know, you you two can't win, unfortunately, because you've contributed to the prize each. <laughs> so why would you want to win? So, well, we think it's a um, a nice young actor, don't we? Called George Clooney. Okay, so they think it's George Clooney is number three. Uh, mm. Jack's given the inkling of a children's TV presenter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Beverly thinks it's somebody that we've interviewed at number one. Hmm. Which is wrong. No, because 
So these, uh, these people, these yeah. people that have got two out of the three right, which ones do have they got right? Well, I we not like to know you, that. No, I can't tell you that. Okay. So there you are. Those are three mystery voices for you to identify today. We'll give you another recap at the end of the podcast. Or if you check out our town portal site, there's been a 40 second little promo made with that. So you can play it to your heart's content. So you can listen over and over again to those voices. Trouble connect. There is clues in those well i'll say right still to come answers to unpack the fact our 30 second ad challenge with mandy diley who's back on to prove that she can pitch herself within 30 seconds yeah uh plus also hannah chen joins us as well and talks all things chinese with chen's authentic chinese cuisine and that's all to come next on the weekend Gravity Force, the coolest, fittest place on Earth, right on your doorstep here in Camberley. Interconnected trampolines, angled edges so you can literally bounce off the walls. Are you having fun? Fancy yourself as an adrenaline junkie? Or if you want that next fun-filled activity with your kids, Gravity Force offers you all of this. Do you want some more? Kids, teens and adults will love the foam pit, dodgeball courts and slam dunk basketball hoops. A new way to exercise. Unparalleled, unmapped, out of this world, free jumping fun for everyone. Gravity Force Camberley. Find us at www.gravityforce.co.uk. Go on, let yourself fly. Just like this. Buzz Talk Business. But the networking community out there now, Roger, that it is, there's not, they're not just networking groups anymore. It's very much a help and support community. If you have an interesting story to tell, let us know. Our original inspiration was trying to come up with a beer genuinely pairs well with food. Tangy, fresh, not too bitter, lightly sparkling so it's not too bloating. And that's where the, the idea came from. Talking to the real people with real stories with real life. This is Buzz Talk Business. Well, prior to owning my own business, I had a 15-year successful career working for a couple of the biggest banks in the UK and Europe. Talking to you in your community, this is Buzz Talk Business. Just be yourself, because in fact, it's you that I have to like and trust before I ever buy anything. So forget the labels, just go out there with your heart and be true. Let the discussions begin. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> it's the weekly experience. So welcome back today to the weekly experiences. Rogers, Beverly, and it's Jack with you today. And if you fancy getting yourself onto the show on a future week, love to hear from you. All you have to do is email us your details if you're a business or if you are a um, charity organization or you just got something that you would like to have a little chat with us, a little chinwag. Yeah, we'd love to have your company on the show one week. Uh, don't forget as well, we have the Facebook page there as well, facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience. So click and like there. Go on, do it. It's just up there. Right. Uh, let's crack on uh, with our next regular feature on the podcast. It's our 30 second ad challenge, giving you the chance to sell and gain business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we hope anyway with this feature. Um, with you promoting your business in this unique kind of way. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. Would you welcome on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Mandy Dinley. Back on the uh, show for today, Bev, aren't we? Hey? We have, haven't we? We're going to let into a little secret, aren't we? Yeah, go on then, tell me. 
Okay, the secret is, you know you, um, a couple of weeks or so ago, was on the podcast when we asked you to talk about your business within 30 seconds? Yes. Do you know how long you actually went on for? No. Well, it wasn't 30 seconds. It wasn't 30 minutes, was it? <laughs> well, you were getting close that way. No, no, no. It no, Mandy. The rule is, the rule is, the rule 30, is seconds. 30 seconds. And what is, what is 30 seconds, Mandy? And what did I do? 31.5? No. Have another guess. Did I, was I looking at different timings? Did I look at... Because you asked me to do two things, Beverly, and one was one time and one was another. Mandy, did I do Mandy, two, Mandy, stop making was excuses. One, two minutes. Stop making excuses. Stop <laughs> making no, no, excuses. I'm not making excuses. I'm being honest. <laughs> you okay, on. what did I do? You went on for 56 seconds. Gosh, how very slap wrist. <laughs> so, so what we did, well, no, I don't want to be included in the we because yeah, it's Roger yeah, and it's Jack yeah, yeah. who go power mad. So they played the, the, um, the, your words for 30 seconds and then put a great big bleeper noise in and then let you carry on to the oh. end. And then they've been talking about it ever since. To You've been featured every week, so you're listen. getting publicity at the end of the day. <laughs> hey, everybody, you don't want to do it like this because this will happen. I misread or misheard the instructions. Because yeah, we know that you like a chat and it's always lovely to hear your lovely yeah, voice. I'm quite good at timing. I have to be really good at timing for the radio and I can't go over. So would you like would you like, would you like another go? go? What would would I what? Would you like another go at it? What was I saying? I can't remember what I was saying. What was it about? Oh, well, about yourself <laughs> and about your business. Oh my gosh. Not what not now. What now? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's only 30 seconds. Yeah. Hang on. It's just promoting yourself you know, she's oh, no, and your business. Have like you noticed know, she's getting bits and pieces bloody up together now? She's being yeah, a, bit, yeah. a bit more prepared, hasn't she? Yeah, I've, I've got something here. Oh, okay, right, fair okay. enough. Okay. Right, I've got my little yeah, stuff at the club, Rog. What, okay. What are you saying, Mandy? When do you want me to start? Well, I'll tell you. I'll count you down, okay? Ow. Oh. Right, so Mandy Dinely... He'll count you down to give you a chance. Right then, Mandy Dinely, in three, two, one. Have you ever wanted to say something at a special event but don't know how? I'm passionate about helping you say what you want to say at that special occasion, your wedding day, milestone birthday and more, for a heartfelt and gorgeous tribute. My qualifications for this... Oh, look, I'm sorry. I can't see the clock. Making excuses again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Right, no, I need to do. Uh, I need to know the time myself. It's only fair. Mm, okay. Are you sure you want me to? <laughs> yeah, that's a... fine. You can. You can do it. You can look at the She's having another game. I think she's building it up. She's feeling. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm really tired. Actually, I had so little sleep. I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. not. I'm, I'm not at my best today. Excuses, excuses, Mandy. Oh, Roger. Right, go on then. Are you right, serious? Then. Right, okay, we're going to have another game yeah. with Mandy Diley. Right, Mandy Diley, three... T oh, uh, by the way, there is one stippler in there. What's that? The stippler is you can't repeat yourself. What do you mean? I can't, you can't say repeat what you've just said, basically, you know? Yes, but, I can. No, 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 no that's, that's one of the new rules. Oh, Roger, stop it. You're winding me this up. This is what I mean, that he's going Hitler. 
30 seconds. Anyway, Just say where right. people can I'll find you, you and then use you a have, few words. Yeah, I'll let you have the run of it, okay? Right. I'll count you in after three. Are you ready? Yeah. Right, Mandy Diley, talk about yourself in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Mandy Diley from My Beautiful Pen. I love helping people find the words that they want to say but don't know how for a special occasion. So it could be for a wedding, a milestone, birthday and more, for a heartfelt and gorgeous tribute. My qualifications, oh God, a, a flash, something, no, let's not do this. Something's popped up on my screen. <laughs> uh, Mandy. Okay. We'll um, revisit another day. Mandy. No, I can do it. I just, I just. <laughs> Mandy. Yes. <laughs> Listen to me. Calm down, my love. Come into my doctor's what? surgery here, all right? Just relax. Take a chill yes. pill and come back in a couple of weeks and talk about it, okay? <laughs> You've been an absolute pleasure on the weekly experience. Thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear me. Another great Mandy moment there on the podcast. And she's still liking us then, is she? <laughs> we haven't upset her. Yeah. No, she still likes us, apparently. <laughs> I'm it's surprised. So funny, it makes your cheeks ache, doesn't it? No, actually, Mandy Dinley from My Beautiful Pen. That's how you can find her on Facebook. Yes. Ah, oh, dear. Great. <laughs> Great sport, Mandy. Thank you. And do, do come back in a couple of weeks and have a third attempt at it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we hopeful, team, of doing it in the third time? I think I think she'll do that. It's when we can get out and about and we go to one of our studios. I mm. think that's when we should get her in so we can film her doing it properly and efficiently and mm. use it as a shining light for everybody else. Where's these nice fancy studios you just said? One of our studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Now, if you fancy getting yourself onto the 30 second ad challenge thingy with Dubery, what's it, you know, whatever we're going to call the feature you know uh, do get in touch with us here on the podcast we'd love to uh, uh, get you on one week uh, we have to uh, say there are a few people uh, waiting in the wings uh, to be featured but there you go anyway uh, let's move on it's time to unpack the fact unpacked the fact true false false true true false false true hmm now then the question is today i spent me personally i spent 24 hours in a cell with my mate, Charlie. True or false? Beverly, any questions, first of all? Um, I think I've asked as many questions as I want. I mean, you did kind of allude to the fact it wasn't necessarily a police cell, and that's kind of what I thought it was at the time. And then you said that you were in sharing a, sh- sharing a cell with your friend, Charlie. Now, I think we want you want our answers now, don't you? So I actually, I'm going to go down... Well, well, the go truth. Through, let's, go to, let's go to Jack first of all. Any thoughts, Jack? Oh, right. Yeah, I kind of think it's false um, because I don't. I don't think they allow people to share cells because it's health and safety reasons and stuff. You know, um, that's my sort of kind of give from it. So I, I think it's false. But then you never know, Rog. It could be true. <laughs> but that's my kind of yeah. thinking. All the all the TV programs, like police uh, intercept, when you see them get arrested, they always put them in single cells on their own. Yeah. Well, I'm going for the fact that he... I'm going to go true, and that is because 
something he said about it wasn't necessarily in a police cell and if there was two of them it could be in a prison cell and I think the roots are in it's like he's not done anything wrong I think he was doing fundraising or a radio feature somewhere yeah it could be a trick one where he's gone visiting a um, prison yeah so it could be a trick one then so Jack you're going for yeah I'm going to stick with my one saying it's you know false but I've got a feeling you are right on this one I think yeah, this could be have to be a trick. You can, you know what Roger's like. Roger, <laughs> over to you, my darling. So Beverly, you're saying true. True. And Jack, you're saying false. False, yeah. Okay. I spent 24 hours in a prison at HM, HMP Shepton Mallet, sometime known as Cornhill, which was a former prison located in Shepton Mallet when it closed in 2013. It was United Kingdom's oldest operating prison and had been since the closure of Lancaster Castle in 2011. Before the closure, it was a Class C lifer prison holding 189 prisoners. I was in there five years or so ago for a charity event where I spent 24 hours locked up in a cell to basically experience what life was like in a remand prison for instance where i went out on exercises every couple of hours for instance but i spent the whole night basically in that prison cell with my mate charlie but we were raising money for a charity can't remember what the charity was called now but i did actually spend 24 hours in the prison so beverly you are correct (laughs) yeah that's such a good experience was it? Really was it scary. kind of like, so what, scary because you felt it was a little bit haunted or you felt a bit vulnerable that that's what prisoners did feel like? Well, literally, the prison uh, was uh, derelict. There was, uh, I think, about another 20 of people that did it as well, the challenge for that night, for instance. And But all the, you know, all the gates were there still in, in progress. So when you slam those gates and whatever, you got that sound of that noise and stuff Eerie like sound. that just still you know the stone flooring but obviously not used as a prison anymore sort of thing i don't know if the prison is actually there anymore because they were uh, thinking of demolishing it all and building some housing on there which is no surprise is it really but there you go Mm. but yes i did spend the hour 24 hours in the prison cell Wow, that's really interesting. I'm I'm loving this unpack the facts because we kind of find out things, interesting stories about each other and things. Yeah, it was it was it was a great event. Um, it was really well uh, turned out, and I think they were doing them. You know, I wasn't the only one because obviously we were there to promote it a little bit more. You know, if you want to do something for charity, whatever, blah blah blah. Because the radio station was based in Somerset, so. They wanted the exposure. So I said I'd do it with my uh, other presenters, Charlie. Charlie used to present the afternoon show. I used to present the breakfast show at the time. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us, Roger. I really like that one. That's another good one. So some of, some of these hotel, some of these um, prisons and old hospitals turn into hotels, don't they? I'm just mm-hmm. wondering whether rather than turning it into a housing estate, they actually turned it into a hotel. I've got something at the back of my mind. I'll do a little bit of research. Yeah, they might have changed it into like some housing or whatever, because obviously the buildings are all still there and stuff like that. It's freshen them up, isn't it, really, as such? Mm. Loosely speaking, I would say, but there you go. There you go. Mm. 
So it's the turn of Jack next week on the podcast to give us an unpack the fact you have one. One. How many questions you got, Beverly? One. He has one statement. Yeah. Okay. Question, statement, or whatever that you want to give, and it has to be about you. Going to be an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. You can't change the rules. This is what it is. So it has to be a statement that you say out loud on the radio that could be true or it could be false. Because we liked it last time that he did it, because it was all about his love letters that he wrote for his mate, wasn't it? (laughs) It was, when he was a teenage boy. You see, that's really good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jack, writing teenage love letters I've got my wedding album here, look. (laughs) Oh, What I used used to look like many, many years ago, you know. I was thin and skinny, you know. There you go. That's for another day. There we go. So, unpack the fact back next week on the podcast with Jack. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. (laughs) Oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience. Right, time for some music on the podcast today. It's Rosie Turner. This is her tune called Lovely Day. Cover there from Rossi. Uh, it's Bill a Withers, lovely one. Lovely day. Mm, lovely yeah, day. Yeah. Really, really good. Really like that. Yeah, she's got a nice tone to her voice, haven't she? Mm. Uh, you can catch the full interview with Rossi uh, talking about 
the likes of The Voice, for instance. If you haven't heard it, I'm not going to spoil it anymore, but have a listen to the whole podcast and you'll find out the ins and outs of The Voice as well because we're getting to the crucial point on The Voice. Uh, we've got another semi-final and another final to do in the next few weeks or so on that, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, but Rosie is on a podcast at BuzzTalk Entertainment there. So have a look and uh, have a listen uh, to the podcast as well and uh, some great music that she talks about as well some other musical influences right time on the podcast to be joined by this lovely lady and her name is hannah chen from chen's authentic chinese cuisine hi hannah oh thanks roger after 1991 a you know tiananmen square massacre i don't know if you heard that i was one of the students so i decided to um leave my beloved uh, a home and travel and just to um, get away a little bit to see the other side of the world. And so I came to UK study and uh, and, and stayed um, for, uh, ever since, really. So the, the reason why I have, um, you know, the set up the business is uh, because I was born and bred in Beijing and uh, my food loving family, my brothers, they, they are chefs, and, and after my, my, my brother in law, they're all professional chefs. It's been my dream and passion because this art, I think, in the, the, cook, the, cook, the cuisine, the cooking, it is a form of art. I want to bring it over, I want to show the Western world you, you haven't seen that side of uh, authentic and traditional Chinese cooking. So, uh, so, how do I achieve that? So, that's why I set up this business. So, through one-to-one uh, cook along with me session. I, I do online, I do face-to-face uh, uh, with a group of people and family, uh, friends. So in a very relaxing and, and uh, environment. So I don't, teaching and, and it is a fine thing and cooking is a fine thing. So you decided to set up this authentic uh, cuisine business. You obviously do it from home. At the moment, yes. Yes. And how long have, how long has it been established for? Uh, less than a year. Uh, since last uh, August, September, oh. I, yes, it's very, very new business. So talk me through a day, you know, so what happened? So last August you thought, right, okay, I'm going to offer this service. So what is it that people can get from you? So the, this, having this, I, I always have the dream of my own restaurant one day and, uh, and, and to bring that and the art, the, the authentic, the, the traditional food over these countries is the art. And, you know, you know, you have your, uh, I don't know if you see on TV, perhaps uh, the dough of uh, the you know, soft dough in your hand and you stretch it into a fine hair thing of noodles right in front of you and you cook into the loveliest and, and juicy, so the heavy broth and with vegetable meat on top and served right in front of you. So that's my dream. That's what my sort of my restaurants to bring in front of you. Of course, you can't have a chef over from China over here. So while we sitting and waiting for everything happening, now I thought that why not starting teach to bring this this my my experience and my and, and knowledge and the pass on to 
um, my community and show them what is authentic Chinese cuisine like, what you're missing of. Hannah, before we go, could you yeah. give us some top tips for anyone that's thinking of doing Chinese cuisine over the next couple of weeks? So with Chinese cuisine, especially stir fry, and the one thing you need to stir fry is really quick thing. So make sure you prep all your ingredients before turning on the heat. Because as you start cooking, it's all boom, boom, boom. It's no stops to, oh, where's my sauce? Where's my other sauce? You've got to be right there, right in front of you and go in in, in, the, in the state in the right time and cook at the right time. And also, I found lots of people cooking stir fry. Then you work or your pan, you got to be really hot. You don't want to put your meat or, or, or your vegetable in a cold work cold pan. You make sure it, it's smoking hot pan and make sure the oil is hot. And cook meat before vegetable and make sure your meat is not ice cold because as you can imagine, you have hot work, cold meat, you drop your temperature is dramatically. And then then temperature drops so much, you're not really searing your meat, you're basically steaming it. So you don't get that crispy and the golden and texture. That's you you have this chewy meat. This is not very nice to in, in, in your mouth. So that's that's the and the the other uh, the the aromatic you want to cook low and slow and I'm talking about ginger, spring onion, and garlic. But when you start stir fry vegetable, you got to cook it fast and hot. So you, you also make sure you add the ingredient stages according to the cooking time. You don't crowd your work. You don't chuck everything in because. Uh, Again, you're going to drop the temperature in your work and then you're not still frying them, you, you steam them, you got got really mushy and, and vegetable and it's not crunchy vegetable you, you're looking at for a good stir fry. We thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. That was Hannah Chen from Authentic Chinese Cuisine. And you can hear the full podcast at Buzz Talk and her business there. And you'll be able to hear the full interview with her as well. Uh, when she was talking about her business venture, uh, which she started in lockdown last year as well. So, Hannah, thank you very much indeed for joining us on the weekly experience for today. Were you inspired uh, by getting your walks out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. I like I like a bit of Chinese cooking. I, I like the way she, she said, um, keep it hot, don't overload the pan. And, and one interesting thing as well, you know, cook the um, spring onions and ginger slowly and kick everything else really fast. So that's, that was good tips there. Keeping the, keep the like, pan hot. I love how she went boom, boom. Because uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of people I know when they do stir fry, they just throw it in the pan and it's not even hot yet, you know, and mm. she's quite right with the meat. Just warm the meat up, put it in there so it's not literally hitting cold to warm, you know, and so cook it fast. That's, that's yeah. That's what stir-fry is. I think think the problem is what we have is we're all frightened of getting our wok really, really hot. Uh, For instance, uh, it's a difficult job to get that that wok really hot on a conventional um, uh, cooker top. Um, I think it works better on a gas kind of top, isn't it? Because I think it gets a lot hotter and a lot quicker. And you get that intense heat, so the pan is smoking. And I think everyone is like a little bit wary of having a smoky pan because just Mm. in case it catches fire or something like that with oil in, for instance. Well, gas, you you can control your heat quite nicely as well. And if if your bottom of your wok's getting quite red, that means you're getting it too hot. (laughs) 
but it does have to be really hot. I've, I've been yeah. in a Chinese uh, kitchen, actually. I, I spent a day there once and it was absolutely fantastic. I loved watching it. Um, I just I just love the uh, everything that goes with Chinese food, the the culture and everything like that. I think it's great. You got, you got that wrist we, movement as well. When we were it? talking, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Jack, carry on. Yeah, you got that wrist movement to get, keep throwing up in the air and stuff. And if you throw it in and it's not sizzling, it's not hot enough, you know, because when you throw stuff in, yeah. it sizzles. So, you know, it's the right temperature, you know. When she comes, um, when we're allowed out, uh, sorry, when we're allowed out and about again, she said she'd come and give us a few lessons and as kind of a, a video presentation of it, have a little cook off. So that would be another nice thing to look forward to. We can do on a video version. Mm-hmm. Do some nice video mm-hmm. clips and you in slow motion as you're throwing it into the wok and mixing it up. Yeah, it'd be great. You could do that. Yeah, that would be lovely in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> So, Hannah, looking forward to meeting you again and having another chat with you. Right. Uh, Almost the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, for today. It's time to reveal the answers on today's quiz. All relating to spring because spring starts on the 20th of March. Right. Question number one, team. Bumblebees will start to emerge from hibernation during, on average, how large are the bumblebee colonies? Is it 20,000 workers? Is it B, 1,000 workers, or is it C, 400 workers? Jack, your answer. Uh, I kind of go for 400. That's going for 400. Beverly, what are you going at? I'm going to go for 20,000 workers. Ooh. One of you is right today. One of you is absolutely wrong. Jack gets the first point. It's 400. Wow. I only picked pick that because you don't see a lot of them around. You do see them around, but not like wasps or anything like that. Ooh. So there you are. That's question number one today. Mel rabbits will mark their territory during the spring using their scent. Where do rabbits have some of their scent glands? Is it A, their feet? Is it B, the belly? Or C, the chin? Beverly, I'll come to you first. I'm definitely going to go for the chin for this one. Jack. I'm going for the feet. One of you's right, one of you's wrong today. One goes to Beverly. Right, all the decider for the point today uh, to get on the leaderboard today. A little owl becomes more vocal in the spring to attract a mate. What does its call sound like? Is it twitoo, twitoo? Or is it B, meow, meow? Or is it C, woof, woof? A, B, or oh, C today. This, this Should one, I go to first? This Jack one I get. On this one I get really stuck on. Really hard. This one is. So I'm going for the first one. The twit <laughs> two. What, how is what's that sound again, Jack? Just so I can kind of make my mind up. Twit two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a twit two. That's the first one. What you said anyway. Twit two. I'm going to go for a twit two. Oh, you're both going for twit two. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're actually both wrong today. It's meow, meow. Hey, what? No, it's not. No. It is not. There you go. Meow, meow. It is not. I know. That's kind of right. That's kind of right, because if you think about it, they're, they're always... I think owls at night, don't they? They do their no. twi- twoo thing because that's their normal standard thing. So they would have well, to kind of have it. it. They'll kind of have to have it differently if it's going to be a mating call, wouldn't it? 
Well, so I know what I'll do as an owl. I'm going to pretend to be a cat so that confuses everything. That it cannot be right on any level. You have to, you have to I think it's correct, actually. I, I do. Because it's got to be a different mating call to it's normal to it. Otherwise, all the other owls go, like, what's he like talking this? about? Does, you know? Doesn't it just go, to it, to woo? It probably sounds like a, um, a cat meowing, <laughs> but it's probably a bit more because it's obviously hard to re- reproduce, I reckon. It's like, like cats say, when they do mating calls, they sound like baby cries, don't they? They howl a bit. Yes, they sound very much like a baby cry. So, I know fox, foxes kind of howl, don't they? No, I'm not going down this meow, meow route. I'm going for a, like a sexier to it to woo. <laughs> you have to, you have to Google the sounds now. Maybe that's what, Roger, what is the real answer? You tell us the real answer. It is. It's meow, meow. You know, I okay. cheat by. You know, I cheat by getting the questions from another source. Yeah, well, can't tell it, the source. Yeah. <laughs> it's using your wiseness and experience of years. Okay, cheating. Can I just say those questions there were taken from a children's quiz. <laughs> <laughs> And you're disputing the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 can't, I can't believe it. So okay. they go meow, meow, meow. I tell meow. Bev, Google it for next week and then come back to us and we'll see if, yeah. if he's right. Come or back wrong. to me, love. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So meanwhile, Jack now has two and I have one. So Jack now has four and a half. Well, no, he didn't get. Did he get I, the. I only got one question, he say, right? He did. He said meow. You, you got one, one each, didn't you? No, I said to it too. Oh, so I got it wrong. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. oh, you got it wrong as well. You got it wrong as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so you've, we've all gone up half a point then. So yeah. that's four in total for Jack and six in total for me because of the meow. <laughs> I loved it because I was watching you two and you were so confident on that one. You go, yes, of course it's, of course it's that, of course it's that. That's a trick question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, before we go, we'll give you a reminder of the voices again. Jack, play the voices, please. Very proud of this one. Yeah, definitely. Yes. It's, uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together, one of which is the 3D thing itself. Ed is on this um, next cut. I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him, which go something like this. So there you are. You know, from the time I was a kid. So whenever it was... We worked on it, you know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at like nine years old and my dad had interviewed me in. So who are the three voices, ladies and gentlemen? If you do know, get in touch with us on the podcast. I won't discuss it with the team because, you know, they're useless. Waste of time. It is a waste, waste of time. time. Really. Yeah, <laughs> Have a listen back to the last couple of weeks and listen to the earlier bit on the podcast for any inspirational words for getting the voices if you do know get in touch with me you can send me a message via the facebook page facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience or of course you can get in touch via the email which is roger at smjmediagroup.uk as they do at the end of the meeting any other business team yes sorry heath has just put out a a thing on their facebook page it's uh, an interesting one i'm going to read it actually and it'd be great for people to comment on this to say what their thoughts are on this i know a lot of people's thoughts especially in the industry that aims towards are going to be really really upset set about but this works sorry Heath Bar Council um, has conducted a, per- a permit a permit system for all businesses operating in in their parks and open spaces so £20 per hour for fitness groups of less than 20 people uh, £25 for groups 
that's more than more than 20 people and personal trainers paying 15 pounds per hour for one-to-one training sessions regular inspections will be taking place and anyone found to be without a permit will be recorded and asked to leave please note that we will need risk assessments and copy of public liability insurance and commercial sessions taking place etc etc so do you think it's a good thing i know it's very popular at the moment different yes Sorry, he's going to do it. Then it'll follow suit for all the councils, for all the public spaces. I don't think so. I think when you have like an organised event, like a fate or, you know, whatever, music fest, whatever it is, you need to kind of probably rent the space. But for it's been like an unspoken thing that people can do. Personal trainers can turn up and do one-on-one things outside. Um, And it's really helped people over this whole lockdown when people can meet up distance apart and do that you know it's been quite popular before lockdown anyway because a lot of trainers tend yeah. to use the outdoor space especially in the summertime uh, it's come very very popular before even before lockdown and it encourages people to go to places where they wouldn't normally and experience stuff and then they might go back with their families and do other things so if you're putting a charge on that that's not that's not an inconsequential amount of money is it 15 20 pounds an hour it's, it's it's sort of a pricing that you would go if you was renting a building as such because um, that's quite I think that's quite expensive. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a lot of money. Yeah. Are they trying to claw the money back? Maybe it's one 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 way of doing it. But the trouble is when they put things like this in place, and it's like with anything really, um, they put it in place. It's not a temporary thing. It just stays in place. It's like the concession charging around London was only meant to be temporary, and then decided we'll just leave it in. People have to pay it. We'll just keep it going. You know. So it's not a temporary solution. It's just more, that's it. This is what's happening now. It's been interesting to see other people's thoughts, especially people in the, that are doing these training courses on these fields and open spaces to see what their thoughts are, are on it as well. Got yeah, any views? Get in touch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting to hear, wouldn't it? Because I think that's quite controversial. Have they said why they're doing it? No, it just says on there about, uh, got to have a permit now. That's about, that's about yeah, I've just gone on the Facebook page bit. It sort of says the same sort of thing, really, um, to what the... the post says now but yeah so okay. we're trying to get somebody if anyone from the cats would like to speak to us on the podcast or any other podcast please do get in touch yes indeed uh beverly any closing bits from you um this week when the podcast goes out is actually mother's day so um mums put your feet up take a chill pill and relax and um we're almost there now coming out of lockdown the children will all have been back to school for a week and uh, the future's certainly looking brighter so um keep the focus mm. and also easter's coming very soon so if you'd like to be a guest on one of our easter shows do get in touch with us on the podcast we'd love to hear from you right we'll say goodbye team bye bye thanks for joining us see you soon bye Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.